Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we shine a light on the stories that are moving, meaningful, and compelling. I'm super excited today to welcome to the show Christina Saporas. Christina, welcome. Thanks for having me. So excited. You bet. I know that we um, clicked when we first met, and this will be a fun conversation. So I can't wait to learn more about you. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. So I am, I guess you would call a serial entrepreneur in the Boston area. I am currently working on my fifth startup. My first company I started when I was 25. Wow. It was, yeah, <laughs> uh, no business background, no marketing degree, uh, communications major, a very burnt out wedding planner in Manhattan who had dipped uh, my toes in a lot of different industries. So Very entrepreneurial though. I love that spirit. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I didn't know at the time I want to be an entrepreneur or, you know, I, I had no idea that this would all come for full circle one day. Everything that was, I, I was learning a lot and experiencing along the way, good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> That's awesome. Win or learn, never lose. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I was very burnt out from the wedding planning industry. I went to Greece where half of my family still lives. And nice. just, it was the time of, it was probably the end of the Greek yogurt craze in America. <laughs> And I kept, I mean, I love Greek yogurt. I grew up with it, but I, I kept thinking to myself, there's so many other hidden gems in the Mediterranean diet that just haven't made their way over. So had the idea of starting a Greek iced tea company based on a, my grandmother's recipe, a very immune boosting herbal tea that grows all over the mountains in Greece. Um, started that company by Googling how to start a beverage company and <laughs> was self-taught, uh, dove fully in, was waitressing at night and nannying in the mornings and working on my startup every afternoon. So really um, got the full, full experience, you could say. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty. I think that entrepreneurs don't uh, set out to be entrepreneurs. I think entrepreneurialism chooses them. That's a good way of saying it. Yes. I love that. That makes a lot of sense. It's that inner calling or that inner voice that is so loud or the ideas that won't cop, cut, won't stop coming that you just can't ignore it at some point. Um, so yes. Yeah, so learned a lot of lessons with that first startup. We were in several retailers, it just was kind of my lack of, first of all, lack of knowledge, but lack of confidence really that I felt, I can't do this alone. I'm in over my head. So I brought on a business partner who I had paid as a consultant for six months prior. I thought it was going to be a great idea. She had an MBA a beverage background. And unfortunately, as soon as we signed the paperwork, you know, I said, let's go at it together, you know, 50-50 partners, even though I had previously, you know, spent two years on the company. Um, and things just changed right after we signed the paperwork. So it was kind of a hostile takeover, uh, you know, very, a very tough year ahead. And finally, a year later, I, I said, I have so many other ideas. 
you know, this is not feeling like a good partnership. I'm not enjoying myself anymore. So parted ways, left the company, um, not willingly at first, but I, I, I did just finally put my hands up and say, this is not, you know, this is not the story that I wanted to, to tell. Um, so moved on, bounced back. I had read, uh, Hap Klopp, the founder of the North Face, I went to a seminar of his in Boston, and it was right after he launched a book called, I believe he changed the title, but it was Failing Forward at the time. So I really- Oh, just, what a great title. Yeah. Oh, is I mean, it was amazing. And you know, the more stories I read of other successful entrepreneurs that I looked up to, it's almost like your first failure is your initiation. It's a entrepreneurship. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, you know, I, I kind of took that to heart and, and wore it proudly and wasn't ashamed of that, just took all the lessons. And at the time I was living in the South Shore, I was um, newly dating my now husband. And it just, I was working on other ideas at home alone. He was at Fidelity and, you know, was away a lot. So it just got really lonely. And I started a women's group in Boston. It's now called Boston Business Women, and we have over 30,000 members. Wow. Yes, yes. Let me ask you. So you know I I used to live there for 12 years. Where did you live on the South Shore? So I grew up in Newton, Massachusetts, the West Edge, which I'm still itching to get back to that area. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) my husband uh, lived in Milton, so I moved this way. Oh, nice. So I lived in Situate and Cohasset before that. Oh, beautiful. I love Cohasset. Yeah. Right on the water. <laughs> well, I am so jelly beans. This is great what you've done. Tell me more because I'm like, you're, you're sort of like living the life I had hoped I would. <laughs> if I hadn't left Boston, I would be oh. you, right? So yes, I love that. Tell me more. Well, you know, for anyone who's listening who knows Boston, we're, you know, I wouldn't say all of us, but it, it's, we have conservative roots. It's a little buttoned up. It's very old school. And I was attending, you know, any entrepreneurial event or networking group I could find in town, but they all just, to me, felt really stuffy. And you'd put on a name tag and you'd put on your mask and pretend to be someone you're not. And it just felt very stuffy. And I just said, you know what, I really want to actually network with women, bring my full self into the room, you know, be our authentic selves, not need to dress or look a certain way. And it just didn't feel like that group existed uh, for me or for women like me. I would so, agree. I would yeah. agree. When you said buttoned up, that's a phrase I would use. <laughs> totally. Yes. Maybe yes. zipped up even. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's an even better word. There's no um, getting in. <laughs> right, right. So if you're not invited to the table, create your own. And right. or, or if you're not having fun at the table, create your own. So that's kind of what I set out to do. I had no idea what it would turn into. Um, but it was just, it was very clear after 48 hours of launching the Facebook group that there was absolutely a need for this because I think we were already up to like 2000 members a few days in. Um, so it all started on a Facebook group where I would just, you know, every day ask, you know, deeper questions about who these women are and, you know, what are the struggles that brought them to where they are today? Tell me about your failures. Like, let's really get to know each other. So it was just a really- I love that. Yeah. 
Let me say something really quickly. So when I have women on the show, they're always really um, either on their road, to, on the road to success or already successful. And I ask them, please be authentic, share the struggles that you went through, not just your, you know, wins, because people Absolutely. can't relate to the perfection. They can right. relate to the vulnerability. Um, I love that, the authentic self. So continue. I'm engaged like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and, I, and I always say, like, there still is no you know, you don't end up anywhere and it's all perfect. Like, no, right. yeah, we just have different struggles along the way. Not, you know, the, the social media is the highlight reel of people's lives. And it's just so, I'm trying to change that and really like what, you know, let women be excited about their true selves and everything that makes them who they are, um, which we all have that in us. So, I love that. I love that. The more we embrace people's authentic self, yes. the more we too can be authentic and not worry what other people, look, I'm 54. I just turned 54 last week. And I told my Happy husband, birthday. thank you. I'm a Leo woman. So we love that. Oh, love it. <laughs> I told my husband, I said, um, you know, I finally reached a point in my life where I'm going to just be me, my highest and best yeah. self and other people's opinions of me is none of my business. Absolutely. And he's like, whoa, no woman <laughs> says that. And I'm like, your woman does. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and some women never learn that lesson, unfortunately, but we're hopefully, you know, making people feel more comfortable uh, along the way. You are. So we, let's see, we... I, we started just doing fun little networking groups, different, you know, meetups in town, you know, come as you are after the gym, you know, we're not nice. to be a certain, you know, uh, no pressure. So just had really awesome conversations. Women were, you know, inviting amazing other women into, so everyone was coming out of the woodwork, which was really, really cool. Um, they think, were hungry for that. Exactly. Exactly. I think it was a lot of people who didn't have a voice or didn't, you know, they didn't have a place for their voice. So to really just, you know, welcome everyone to speak up and introduce themselves and share what they're doing and how can we help each other and what type of referrals do you need? Like the- I love it. Now I look six years back and it's just, the stories are insane. Uh, you know, women will email me and say, I was literally about to move out of Boston. I was so lonely. And it wasn't until I found this community that I really found my group and my people. Yeah, my tribe. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been, you know, that has been the most rewarding uh, work I've done as an entrepreneur for sure. You're making me wish I were there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there one day, one of our future events or. You bet, you, know, you bet. <laughs> you know, but just, just, I, I had a lot of fun growing the company and just as a very outspoken leader, you know, putting myself out there almost every day, definitely every week. Um, I, I've learned a lot as well. Um, and they've helped me in everything that I've done. So sure. we held big conferences, over a thousand women. We would bring speakers like Ariana Huffington to town. And uh, they were really, really fun conferences. Again, just, you know, different than your average boring, you know, at the end of eight hours, you're absolutely exhausted. We wanted people to leave. <laughs> looking, like, where's cocktail hour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, nothing until next year. But, um, but yeah, we, we have pivoted this year. So everything is virtual. Uh, it's a membership uh, group. So I was gonna ask you that, how does this work? If I want to be involved, what would I have to do? 
So you can go to bostonbusinesswomen.com and the beauty of it is it's $29 a month. Come and go, you know, as you'd like. There's no, you don't, you know, we do have annual members, but not necessary. Uh, so if you are a member, we'll spotlight you on our social media. Uh, you'll get to run a webinar and talk about your company and your industry. And our job uh, for our members is to really put these women into the spotlight, um, really let them stand out and become the industry leaders that they're, they either are and you know, need, need some confidence and support along the way and a, and a platform to be that person. Or, or they're, you know, just excited to be able to sell out their courses or, you know, women are saying they've doubled their revenue through our membership, which is, to me is amazing because that's a very, it's probably the cheapest way you can advertise to, you know, 30,000 women in a, a very authentic way, not necessarily like a Facebook ad. I think it goes a lot further with referrals, filling up their events and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I didn't know where it would be six years ago, but we have companies like HubSpot and Genzyme and Google actually advertising with us now. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of companies who want to get in front of our audience and even share that, you know, they're doing their part with their own women and minority initiatives and, you know, share Capital One sharing resources that they have. So it's it's been an amazing experience overall. So Christina, I know you know of me through my podcast and our business model is the same, shine a light on women. Those who have, you know, already become successful and tell us how you did it. And those who are on their way and share best practices with them and give them an opportunity to share their story. So I am so aligned with this. What you don't know, is, that's what I do for a giving what you don't know is what I do for a living. So we need to have an offline conversation about that because you are, you know, the younger, thinner me. <laughs> right oh, <here>. stop. <laughs> we are so aligned. I have so many ideas spinning through my head right now. Um, oh, amazing. So super excited. Oh, good. Um, I, you know, yeah. I totally believe in, in fate and the people we come across. And I agree. Yeah, when when thing when you're in the right business or you're doing the right what you were meant to be doing, people just keep coming into your world and it's yeah, it's a lot of fun when you when you find that rhythm. <laughs> exactly. It's um I have studied this concept called ikigai, which is a Japanese word for um it's it's, a, it's like a Venn diagram where what Ooh. you love doing, what the world needs, what you are passionate about and what you can get paid for all these different things come together sort of as your purpose in life. Oh, I love, I want to hear more about like, that. Yeah. I'll show you. Um, actually I know we're on a, a podcast. Are you on your laptop? I am. Yes. Awesome. I'm going to show you my screen really quickly. Cause I keep this on my screen. Uh, can you see that graphic? Yes. That is it. So you Beautiful. are living your passion, your mission, your vocation, and your profession all oh, I at love once. That. It's amazing. Beautiful. You seem to have hit your ikigai as well or found your ikigai as well. Well, that is a perfect segue to my next question, which is, uh, what is your professional, proudest professional accomplishment? Because I know you've had many. I mean, you're an entrepreneur. Everything you touch seems to be incredible. Tell Thank us you. what your proudest professional accomplishment is. Oh boy. Or has it happened yet? Ooh. 
Yeah. So I will say my proudest has not happened yet because I always like to reach for the stars and say yeah. the best has yet to come. Um, that keeps me going. So I will not tell the universe not to send me more. <laughs> um, That's so my language. Oh my God. <laughs> totally awesome answer. That's perfect. So so, okay. So I'll tell you the coolest one that's happened so far. I, I'm busy girl Boston on all my social media because I do have three companies. Um, so my I other company, <laughs> thank you. My other company is Moroccan Magic and it's an organic lip care and clean beauty company. So we sell in retailers all over Target, uh, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Amazon and, and MoroccanMagic.com. So we you know, I love, well, I'm kind of like the bootstrap startup queen. Like that's yeah. what people call me. Those are the type of courses I teach. Um, so, you know, with a very small marketing budget, this is a self-funded company. We were like, how can we get as many eyeballs on our product as possible? So started reaching out to some of the union celebrity makeup artists in LA. Smart. And yes. Yeah, so you know, we're just shipping free product to them, letting them use it on clients. So what's so cool is like the cast of This Is Us that, you know, yeah. when you're watching it on screen, they yeah. all have Moroccan magic on their lips. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, they're not allowed to share about it because it's union, but it's, right. they, all, they all tell us who loves it and they're asking for more, you know, when they, when they leave. That's um, so awesome. What a yeah. genius idea. Yeah, that, that has gone very well. And, you know, didn't all it did was cost us the product that we were sending out. But what did happen one day is that Steve Wozniak, uh, half the co-founder of Apple, yeah, happened to, <laughs> uh, he happened to tweet about us. And wow, he, yeah, apparently one of the makeup artists was doing a commercial with him. He had like a really bad gash in his lips or like really horribly chopped lips and she used it on him and I guess it like cured his lips overnight and he had been trying everything for months. So he was so excited about it. He ended up placing like a huge order and then actually tweeted about how amazing the product was. And he doesn't do that. Like I, I looked no, back, he you know, he, yeah, he hadn't talked up a company or anything and right. that, I, I couldn't find one ever. That is earned promotion. That yeah, so that was awesome. Incredible. So we love him here. That's I live in Silicon Valley. So you know we drive on Steve Wozniak Way in San Jose. Yeah, he's amazing. So that's a huge deal. It's different than having a celebrity who always tweets about tons of stuff. I mean, that's right. an even bigger vote. Exactly. Amazing. Well, oh I said to God. my husband, I was like, why are all these guys buying Moroccan magic now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and you know, who wants to kiss chapped lips, right? Absolutely. So yes. That's why. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing what it'll do for your marriage, you know? Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> That's so hilarious. Well, amazing. That's a great story. I'm so glad. My cheeks are burning because I'm <laughs> smiling so hard. Um, well, let me ask you this. You are clearly a mentor to many women. Has someone been a mentor to you, perhaps? Yes. And so I don't know what your what questions are coming next, but this is uh, this is a segue into what I am doing now and a really big uh, pivot I've taken in my career. So I, I've invested in a business coach for the first time ever. I'd always worked with 
spiritual coaches and therapists and, you know, went to so many self-development and business development retreats. But I finally said, you know what? I want to hire a coach. I want to, you know, I want it to be, I want to become a top performer. I want to enter this new industry that I'm entering in and I want to be on, on my A game. So her name is Hillary Porta and she's an executive business coach. She, I don't know, she's been probably doing this 20, 30 years. Like she's at an event today speaking on a panel with Deepak Chopra, like very nice. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. So we just finished six months uh, working together and I can, yeah, she, she changed my life. So I am so passionate now about the coaching industry, what it can do for people. The fact that I wish I hired a coach 10 years ago. Um, so I am launching currently a new tech venture and it's called coachspace.com. And it's a kind of just like Boston business women. There's a few things out there that kind of, you know, scratch the surface on what we're creating. But again, it feels very chamber of commerce. And the what's out there currently is not speaking to me at all. It's not exciting. It's not, you know, it doesn't have any vibe or soul behind it. So we're creating a matchmaking service for coaches and users. So a place wow. where you can, yeah, find, Are hire, coaches work with from coaches. all over the world or country or just Boston or what? It's going to be U.S. based uh, at first, but it's funny you ask that because we're working on the MVP now. And part of the conversation is, you know, how do we build the platform so that we can quickly start adding other countries and, you know, allow global checkouts. So it's, it's on our radar. It's, we're very excited about the opportunity and, and the scalability and just everything uh, that's the, the idea came to me, what, five and a half months ago, I was able to do an initial round and close it during COVID. So it's, it's been a crazy few months to say the least. I am so 1000% supportive of everything you have said since hello. So (laughs) I'm going to tell you something that you're going to fall out of your chair. And I know Uh what you mean by um, these business groups for women and such. I was one of the co-founders of the South Shore Chamber of Commerce Women's Business Connection. Oh, wow. Talk about buttoned up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Zipka. Funny. I'm so excited for what you're doing. And I have so many um, amazing women friends still. I keep in touch with them out there. Um, Most of them are a little bit younger than I am. And some are still in, in, you know, business at large companies. Others have, you know, opened up their own something or another. Um, I will totally connect them. When we hang up, folks, you know that I always ask my guests to send me um, a bunch of pictures that tell the story of them, you know, just through visuals, as well as their bio and any books they've written or links to all these amazing businesses. For example, um, your book recommendation of Falling Forward, I'd like to include that in a little bit about the blog. So we will totally tell uh, Christina's story in pictures as well as her bio and all the links to these incredible companies. I'm going to join, if allowed, your, um, your business women's networking group. Oh, I'm going to refer you to women friends I know in that area. 
you're one of the most remarkable women I've ever met. And you might imagine of 190 oh podcasts. Yeah, I've met a lot of remarkable wow. women. Thank yeah. you. That just made my day. <laughs> oh, well, look, I know a lot of great, uh, look, I've met Michelle Obama. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's the ultimate, I have to say. She is I would absolutely love to meet ultimate. Oprah too, but um, yeah, you're doing such incredible things. What an inspiration. Thank you. Uh, that leads me to this next question. Um, you did mention earlier how women, you know, need to help one another. What's mm -hmm. something we can do just every day in our lives to help other women in business? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think that I'm just thinking in, in COVID terms and, and yeah. the support that we've, you know, kind of how we've pivoted as a business and then how I personally am trying to support. We, I think the first thing that I do every day outside of my own, you know, rituals and high performance habits, once I start my day, the first thing I do is I always think like, how can I be most impactful today? So how can I share my gifts and serve others? So if it's like one small task every morning where I'm posting on our group or just responding to in fa other Facebook groups in general, just women who post specific questions about, I'm looking for a skincare manufacturer or I just launched. Can you guys share my, you know, it's, it's free to give advice. It's free to share. Um, it's, it's awesome to support local businesses. We have so many amazing women entrepreneurs in the Boston area. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So there was one woman who just started like a COVID, uh, what is, what did she call it? kind of like just a, a gift box, like a COVID care box that you can oh, just send. Nice. Yeah. So I just bought a bunch and sent them to friends and family. And, you know, it was really nice to, so just like really small, simple things that could take five minutes go such a long way for someone, especially just starting out. I don't think people realize that, that, um, you know, it takes one kind deed to change the course of someone. Absolutely. Life, right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've learned along the way and in the beginning when I was kind of in survival mode and hustling and, you know, scratching to get to the top and, you know, that doesn't feel good. That's not fulfilling, right. it's exhausting. It's not why we're put here on earth, you know? So just taking, even out of my busy schedule on like a Sunday morning, if I can post something like, who can I help today? Like, oh, I love that. <laughs> It's um, like you've matured spiritually in your journey. And I think we've all at some point in our careers, if you're a career woman out there, you've been, we've, we've all been there. If you're, if you're worried or fear filled that you're not going to get it and you've got right. to scratch to get to the top, stop it, let go, relax, breathe, let the universe do its thing, put it out there and let it go and let it happen. Because if you struggle to fight for it in the way that we're talking about, it's like those, um, what was, this is such a politically incorrect term for it, but they used to call them Chinese handcuffs where you stick your finger in that mm, little thing. Yes, I know thing. what you're saying. Yeah, and the mm -hmm. more you struggle to get out, the, the less, right. you, yeah. So, so let go. Yes. Uh, maybe it's like, like squeezing a fish. If you hold it too tightly, it's going to fly right they out. jump. Yep, yep. Exactly. Absolutely. So I hear you, sister. I've been there. Um, luckily, I got to a place where you are at a young age. Um, I was faced with a lot of success, and I'm living in gratitude helps mm -hmm. to bring more success your way. And doing for others 
helps to bring referrals your way. So I think Absolutely. that you're living that same kind of philosophy. Everyone I meet in the world, I always share the philosophy of law of attraction, Abraham yes. Hicks, who changed my <laughs> life. You're so, uh, that's my language. You're so <laughs> speaking my language. I love that. And I actually... <laughs> a lot of business women aren't aren't there yet to the you know mm -hmm. they don't use that language but it's not just words it's reality it's right you create your own reality right absolutely hundred so. <laughs> percent and that is scary at first it's you know when you're not in a good place and you learn that right like you created everything in your life it's some people resist that as I did in the very beginning but 15 years later it's you know it couldn't be more true um, yes. But I did, I did go through, it's probably worth mentioning. I went through a seven day, really, really deep dive self-development retreat last, last, it was actually like a week ago last year. Well, it's wait, called, before yeah. you tell me that, um, yes. I was going to ask you, what was your biggest challenge? Would this might qualify for that question? Uh, what I guess personal challenge? challenge. Yes, it was the hardest week of my life. <laughs> so what is it called, this journey? It's called Path of Love. Okay. And they do this seven-day retreat all around the world uh, several times a year. And I joke about it. I call it the Self-Development Olympics. It is <laughs> the hardest work I've ever done. That's awesome. Um, yes, you're in silence the entire time that you're out of sessions. And it, they take away all of your technology in the beginning of the week. So no phone, no computer, nothing um, to the outside world for a week. Oh, my and God. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it was about nine-hour days of sessions uh, in very small groups. So five women and I. And it was led by a psychologist. And there was probably a group of 40 of us who went through it. Um, every attendee is set up with a, basically a guide, a helper. Um, so, you know, anything that comes up, they're there to help you get through it. So it was wow. doing- Wow, yeah. I'm sure they must have, I know, look, I live in the, in the heart of all that in San Francisco. Yes, I know, I'm, I'm living in the wrong place for sure. I'm sure they have a lot of that um, out here. I would love for you to, on email, just send me the link. I want to learn. Oh, I definitely will. It changed my life. It changed who I am. It's yeah, it's the best. It's the hardest week of your life, but it will change. It, it will change you in, in the most amazing, beautiful, heart opening way. Wow. All right. Well, everything you've told me is surprising um, to me because I didn't know you this well before. But can you tell us something surprising that maybe the people who do know you don't know about you? Mm, that's interesting. Well, I guess every entrepreneur has a little bit of an edge <laughs> or a wild yeah. side. Um, but I, what people don't know is that, well, I guess the biggest thing is that people assume I'm an extrovert. I don't know, because I'm talkative or because I run a women's group of 30,000 women. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm actually very much an introvert. And I you know, I, I do get drained in big settings and with a lot of people. And um, that's, yeah, that's probably the biggest one. And the second one I always say is I love punk rock and like very heavy metal. Oh my God. <laughs> Looking at me, no one would know that. B-52s, <laughs> rock lobster. I remember 
No, no, I, I know a lot of younger people who wouldn't even know, you know, what's punk rock, but I remember right. all that. That's so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, this is the part of the show. Everything I've asked you has been so amazing. Your answers are so amazing. Your life is so amazing. You Thank are you. so amazing. I want to ask you a wild card question if you're game. All right, let's do it. All right. The people who listen to me regularly know that I love this part of the show. <laughs> I have 144 questions and... I pull from the box. Here's your question. I pull from the box of questions and your question, Christina, is were you born in the right era? Why or why not? Oh, I love that. Oh, boy. Hmm. Oh, that's such a hard one. It is. I... <laughs> if you want me to pull another one, I will, but that is no, hard. No, I love it. I, yeah, I would say I was born like well, everyone calls me a very old soul, so I'm I'm kind of like a grandma in a 35-year-old body. Folks, <laughs> <laughs> wait, uh, you're not going to, yeah, she does not look like anybody's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, even just towards my last question of like the grunge era, like I wish I was born like five to 10 years earlier, so I could have gone to see Nirvana in concert and um, or, you know, been around the, the times that my mom was growing up in the hippie era. And I would have loved, I probably would have been front and center of that movement. And I think if it was any earlier, I would have been burned in Salem on the witch trials or, you know, <laughs> been a very rebellious woman who is not a good stay at home wife and would have gotten into <laughs> a lot of trouble. That's so hilarious. <laughs> I love this. This is a courageous conversation right here. Um, that question has led to like, that's a fun topic. You should ask your women's group. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. You're amazing. This has been <laughs> such a fun podcast. I'm like, I need a glass of wine and we should just <laughs> kick back. Um, no, this is awesome. Well, listen, if people want to reach out to you or know more about you, how can they reach you? Uh, one and two, know that I'll put it in the blog as well. Thank you. So on Instagram, uh, Busy Girl Boston, on Facebook, LinkedIn, it's Christina Saporis. And we welcome everyone uh, who wants to join our group. It's just an amazing place to learn. Uh, we have so many educational webinars going on right now. Over 30,000, or sorry, 30,000, 30 hours of pre-recorded you know, recorded content that's so amazing for any entrepreneur starting out. Um, so bostonbusinesswomen.com. And you can email team at Boston Business Women if you wanted to get in touch with me specifically or had any questions and I know you'll throw it in the link but I did write a book busy girl's guide to happiness and it is available on Amazon nice oh my gosh so send me uh, actually I'll uh, snag it the book cover and put it in a link to buy it in the blog cast that I write about you so much to write so much to laugh about you have you're so you you still have a long way to go but you've done so much already it's amazing i just followed you on instagram um oh great so anything that i can do to help you with what you're doing you don't hesitate to ask and then offline someday when we have time i'd like you to carve out you know 30 minutes 
to talk about some ideas that were flying around in my entrepreneurial mind while you were talking uh, based on what I do uh, for a living, not a giving, but a living. So I would love that. All right. Well, busy girl, Boston, <laughs> you go. I, I just love Boston. I miss it every time I go back, which is frequently uh, I go by my house on the Situate Cohasset line and say, I miss you house. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a beautiful area, especially in the summer. It is. It is. Oh, I had a boat too, a ski boat. Uh, yeah. Um, everybody else had a sailboat, but this girl from <laughs> New Orleans or, you know, from Louisiana moves over there with her ski boat and people are like, she's crazy. That is awesome. It was so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great day. This has been my pleasure. Thank you. Mine as well. Thank you for having me. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.